praise the Lord. The very brief message I have for us this morning is divine performance. No more delay. So divine performance. No more delay. Tell somebody God will do it. No more delay. In the passage that we have just read, if you look at that passage in the, uh, the living Bible, just the last verse, verse 28, it says, therefore say to them, the Lord God says, all delay has ended. Amen. I will do it now. Amen. I will do it when? Now. Brethren, it's very important that this message is coming to us on the seventh day of a ten days prayer and fasting. This doesn't happen all the time. But that's the word of God to you today. And it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. What is delay? Delay means the act of postponing, hindering, or causing something to occur more slowly than normal. More what? More slowly than normal. Or to make something happen at a later time than originally planned or expected. To make it happen at a later time than originally planned or expected. So there's a plan, there's a, I mean, there's an expected time for it. It's coming to pass, but at a later time. I want you to remember today, brethren, today, remember to grab that word concerning you. Tell somebody I grab it. Because most of my, someone this morning, is just, I'm just going to be praying for you. I'm going to be releasing the words that the Lord has given into my heart. In the passage that we read, the Bible says prophecies are failed because of false prophets speaking out of their abundance of heart and not because God sent them. So many prophecies failed. Why? Because those who are prophesying are not prophesying with the unction of God. They will say what you want to hear. I think I've shared with us some time ago. I went to minister in one of our parishes. And the lady came to me. I believe the lady is from Somalia. We had a beautiful program. And after the service, I was in the pastor's office. And she came and said, are you a prophet? I said, no, I'm a pastor. She said, you can't solve my problem. What did she want? She wanted a prophet that would see visions and tell her, oh, this is what the Lord is saying. She wanted somebody that would tell that would, just like what the Bible is saying here. Give them false visions. Take whatever he or she will take from them and disappear. The Bible says those prophecies, those visions are delayed because there are no messages that were sent. But you see, it's possible that you have truly a revelation from God, truly a vision from God, truly a prophecy from God, but it's been delayed. If you are in such a situation, today is your day of activation. God will activate that prophecy and divine performance begins right now in Jesus' name. God is putting a stop to flattering and false visions and divinations. 
And I decree in the life of someone here today and enter all false dreams Amen. that are meant to deceive you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know there are false dreams. You, I mean, the dream becomes a mirage. The closer you are to it, the further it becomes. Every such dreams operating in your life, I terminate today in Jesus' name. Amen. Every false dreams concerning this church, I decree an end to such dreams right now in the name of Jesus. Every agent of darkness here to perpetuate evil. I release the fire of God upon you right now in the name of Jesus. False dreams don't just come. They are originated. They are initiated by somebody. Remember we've been talking about altars versus altars. And when you have a contrary altar that is fighting and contending with your destiny, there is somebody responsible for sending such. And we've prayed before, and I pray for you one more time. Every priest upon that altar that is contrary to your destiny, I release the fire of God upon such in the name of Jesus. I terminate their work and effectiveness in the name of Jesus. Every evil manipulation of your destiny in dreams. I command to seize right now in Jesus' name. The Lord is giving us a promise. He said, I will speak and it shall be performed. In other words, I will speak and it shall come to pass. We have, I mean, is it three days or four days now to the end of our uh, fasting? If you count today, it's four. After today, it's three. And I speak to somebody's life today. God will speak concerning your situation. I say, God will speak concerning your situation. When I say God will speak, I'm not necessarily telling you that pastor will speak. I say, the difference between God will speak and what? Uh, pastor, pastor may not mention anything about it. Ah, but God is speaking. Amen. Brethren, if you don't know any other thing, I'm sure you know fully well that God is here. True or false? If you don't know any other thing, I'm sure you know right now that Jesus is here. If you know nothing else, I'm sure you know that the Holy Spirit is here. So if he does not give me a word for that, your own peculiar situation, it does not mean it will not be addressed. Because he knows you are here. And he will do it in Jesus' name. I say he will do it in Jesus' name. And that includes those who are listening to us online. Psalm 45 verses 1 and 2. Psalm 45 verses 1 and 2. It says, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God has blessed thee. For how long? For how long? Tell somebody I am blessed in Jesus' name. Because you are not selfish, tell that person, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Say it one more. Say, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Every delay in childbearing is hereby terminated in the name of Jesus. Every form of delay in childbearing, I repeat, is hereby terminated in Jesus' name. Every blockade of fallopian tubes of the uterus. Ah, what is that thing? You know, as I was, as I was making that pronouncement now, 
that thing that stays in the uterus that prevents the baby from staying there. Every fibrous in your system, the fire of God resolves it in Jesus' name. Everyone contending with fibrous here today, the fire of God dissolves such in the name of Jesus. An end has come to that sickness in your life in Jesus' name. Oh, there's a sickness you are contending with that you cannot share with anyone. There is a sickness that you have been crying about. The doctor has made his own pronouncement. I have good news for you today. An end has come to that sickness. In the name of Jesus. You begin to testify with the goodness of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. We know that passage very well. Exodus 15 It said, If thou will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and do that which is right in his sight, and give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. Look at what he said. I will put none of these diseases upon thee. Tell somebody God is good. Do you believe it? God is good. He said, I will not put any disease upon you. That means what? If you are contending with any disease, it was not put there by God. You know, you read some things and you wonder, do people really believe it? They will tell you that, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, some people will say when they are sick, it is God punishing them with sickness. He said, I will not put any of this on, upon you. Therefore, he said, for I am the Lord that does what? He didn't say I am the Lord that healed thee. He said, I am the Lord that does what? Constantly ensures that you are healthy. That is the word of God. Prayed for a sister some time ago. She came to the church. And she had some things she was contending with. When we begin, began to pray for her, what did she say? He said, Pastor, I think it is the way of God uh, teaching me something. But that was not enough. She said, I am afraid that if I become healed, God will tell me to do something that I don't want to do. And you are wasting your time praying for the person. Meanwhile, she does not want, you know, I've had it, I mean, the Jew has given us a testimony along that line. But this one is something that happened where? In this church. The woman clearly said it. She said she does not want uh, that maybe she becomes she's healed and God will give her an assignment that she doesn't want to do. So she's happy to have an excuse. What's the excuse? That she's sick. That is, that is people, human, I mean, human beings for you. Now the example that the general Basia gave was a woman who was sick and they called the general Basia to go and pray for her. And he went there. And as he was going to begin to pray, the woman said, Daddy, you know, just pray that. I mean, no. Maybe the Doris spoke to you and he asked her, do you want to get healed? And she said, no. He had gone to pray for her. Do you want to be healed? She said, no. Everybody was baffled. He said, why? He said, before she became sick, when her husband leaves the office, he goes off on different things. But since the day she fell sick, Whenever he leaves work, what happens? He's and she prefers to be seeing her husband at home while she was sick rather than have him healed. Yes. This, this is, I mean, the G.O. said, will he be lying? So she did not want to be healed because when she was sick, she saw her husband's face more. That is human beings for you. 
But I have a word for someone here today. You are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. I said you are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. I have a word for a prophecy for, for a sister here today. That brother is coming. Amen. I said that brother is coming. Amen. I said that brother is coming. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10. We know that passage very well. Verses 35 to 37. It says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. You have need of what? That's a word many of us are lacking. Uh, just coming to the church, the church, look around, look around. Mm. Uh, do an appraisal of all the brothers that you see and say, uh, I, don't think, uh, I don't think my brother is here and disappear. That's what, I'm not telling you fables. That's what some people are doing. I come to the church, look around, look around, look around. All the sisters are young ladies and all that. I don't think the sister is here. And they disappear. And that way, many have missed their miracles. You will not miss your miracle in Jesus' name. He said, for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise for yet a little while. Tell somebody yet a little while. He that shall come will do what? Are we not reading it? Ah, technical. What are you doing? For yet a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Tell somebody he is coming. He will not tarry. And I have a message for one brother. That sister is here. Testimony that sister is here. And will fulfill divine purpose in your life. Amen. Tell the person, tell somebody, say that sister is here. And will fulfill divine purpose in your life. In Jesus' name. I decree an end to stagnation in your life in Jesus' name. What is stagnation? No motion. Moving around in cycles. Not making any progress. We all know that passage. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 6. It says, The Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. That issue for which you are moving around in cycle is different. It's different from one person to the other. But today I decree an end to all forms of stagnation in your life in Jesus' name. I decree an end to failure in your life in the name of Jesus. The Lord will touch you today and he will change your testimony in the name of Jesus. Today will mark a new beginning for your destiny in the name of Jesus. Like I told you, it's a very important day. It's a very, what God has sent me to do this morning is just make pronouncements. If you grab it, it will stay with you. If you reject it, no problem. You will see my testimony. <laughs> Tell somebody, you will see my testimony. Today is a day that maybe some people that should be here are not here. But those that, will be, that are here, God will touch. Those that are genuinely offline, God will touch. Oh. What do you call it? Is it offline or online? Uh -huh. 
You are going to pray. Say, Father, put your word in my mouth. Open your mouth and pray. Say, put your word in my mouth. In the name of Jesus. I don't want to speak vain words. I don't want to speak words that have no effect. In Jesus' name. I was discussing with, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. We are going to pray that prayer again. I was discussing with someone. I would do it was yesterday. And he said, he's, he's a, a, a suppliers. Normally what happens is that before they supply their goods, there's a, I mean, he knows, okay, supply your goods within two months, I will pay you. And these are goods that, you're talking about millions. So within two months, I will pay you. And then there came a point in time, business was not moving. And the suppliers, they are in France. They will order for the goods from China. And the goods are going to God's own country. You know God's own country? The one and only Nigeria. <laughs> Amen. So, he told them, the ones I bought before, nobody has taken them. And they kept calling him. He said, okay, if you want to supply your goods, and that I don't have to pay immediately, do what? So, is somebody afraid to talk? Bring them. And within a period of two, three months, they brought two consignments of supplies. His warehouse was full. Everybody, everywhere was overflowing. Nobody was buying, no. But now he had all the goods. And he needed not pay immediately because he told them, you want to supply? I don't have to pay. Bring the goods. It was later he was not, because of that prayer point I, I, I issued, that put all, it was later he now said, he said it was the Holy Spirit that gave me that word. Because he was ready as a prudent businessman to say, I am not making sales. You want to bring things here? How do I sell it? Keep your goods. Then COVID finished. And the price of those goods multiplied. And now he began to sell the goods. He paid off all their money. He still has a large warehouse with goods. The goods that were once not in demand are what? Pray that prayer again. Say, Father, put your words in my mouth. Pray it as if you mean it. In the name of Jesus. Put your word in my mouth, Father. In every ramification, at all times. Teach me what to say. Let me say only what you approve. Put your word in my mouth, O oh Lord. Put your word in my mouth, O oh Lord. Father, put your word in my mouth. In the name of Jesus. Father, put your word in my mouth. In the name of Jesus. Mazia Kalima Ushkate. Put your word in my mouth, Father. Put your word in my mouth, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. God will guide you. I say, God will guide you. Situations will arise that you don't know what to say. You will just speak. And when you begin to see the effect of what you have spoken, you say, ah, that was God. God will give you a testimony. Amen. I said, God will give you a testimony. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 9 to 12. Jeremiah 1, 1, 9 to 12. Then the Lord put forth 
Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9. His hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. You know, like I've explained to us, many times you see they say, oh, that is a prayer for pastors. No. You don't need to be a pastor for God to put his word in your mouth. Too. God wants to make you a blessing. How many people want God to make them a blessing? Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. I said receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. If God will make you a blessing, it's not something you can do by yourself. That he said, I have put my words in your mouth. He said, see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. Verse 11. Say, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Verse 12. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast seen well. Tell me, thou hast seen well. He said, For I will hasten my word to perform it. So, if there is anything that is slowing down the promise of God in your life, God is giving me a promise today. He said, I will hasten my word to perform it. God will hasten divine performance in your life in Jesus' name. I say God will hasten divine performance in your life in Jesus' name. He will hasten his word to performance concerning you in Jesus' name. There was a man named Jabez. He experienced delay in the manifestation of God's blessing in his life. We all know that passage. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. 1 Corinthians 4, 9. The Bible says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. His mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with what? With sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou will bless me indeed, and enlarge my course, and that your hand might be with me, that thou will keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. You see, the Bible, before he began to pray, the Bible says Jabez was more honorable. Jabez was doing well. Because in spite of the limitations of his birth, in spite of the fact that his mom called him Jabez, saying, you are a child of sorrow. You know, there are some children like that. Some of us have heard it. The mother would just look at the child and say, ah, oh my, this, this baby, this child, all your, from the day you were born, you've been bringing me sorrow. I'm not talking of Bible. I'm sure our elders here will confirm it. You will have seen one person or the other that will tell the child that. Because of the limitations, I mean, she poured her problems upon the young man. But the Bible says he was more honorable than his brethren. But he knew, he knew that he could be better than he was. He knew there was more. Tell somebody there is more. Do you understand what I'm saying? Tell someone there is more. In other words, wherever I am now, whatever stage I am now, there is what? I could be better. And not only I could, I will be better. Christ's chapel will be better. Your family will be better. Your home will be better. Your finances will be better. Jabez knew there was a difference between blessings and blessings indeed. 
Isn't there a difference? So he prayed. He said, Oh, that thou will bless me indeed. I pray for you. God will bless you indeed. <laughs> when you are blessed indeed, there's no need to be asking, uh, Do you know anything about his or our finances? Uh, how is he doing? Nobody needs to ask that because it becomes obvious. You, are, you become an obvious testimony. First one, I'm an obvious testimony. God will use you to move his work forward in this church in Jesus' name. God is looking for tunnels of blessing. God is looking for vessels unto honor. God is looking for men and women that can say, yes, you are the one that will use. Testimony, you are the one. Those are the people that God will and that God has blessed indeed. He said, oh, that that will enlarge my course. God will enlarge your course. I said, God will enlarge your course. You will move from being a local champion to an international figure. You know who a local champion is? Most of us that came here from Nigeria, we are what? We are local champions. If you get on today, ah, brought today, you are in Lagos, you will hear news from Ekiti. You will hear news from Kaduna. You will hear news from all over the place because you have arrived. You are, you are a local champion. But you want to go beyond that. It's in your star. Tell me what is in your star. You are not called, you are not established just to be a champion in your home. There is more. There is more. And you will attain it in Jesus' name. So he said, oh, you know, uh, Jabez, when he was honorable among his brethren, that it was just, he was a local champion. Until he began to pray. And God lifted him up. And we are talking about him today. When you look at that first Chronicles chapter 4, they mention so many names, which to many of us are meaningless. In the midst of mentioning names and names and names and names, there was a story about Jabez. And all over the world, we are talking about him today. People have even written books <laughs> on just those two verses. Because there's nothing else about Jabez in the Bible beyond what you see in that passage. Books upon books have been written. Was his coast not enlarged? Did he not become an international figure? He's no longer a local champion. He said, oh, that your hand might be with me. I pray for you today. God will do the miraculous in your life. Amen. I said, God will do the miraculous in your life. Amen. When you look at Exodus chapter 8, verses 17 to 19, it was that battle between Pharaoh, Moses, and Aaron. Aaron stretched his hand with his rod. He smote the dust of the earth. It became lice. In man, in beast, all the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. The magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there was lice upon man, upon beast. <laughs> then the magicians themselves were the ones that said unto Pharaoh, this is what? The finger of God. I pray for you. The finger of God will work for you. Amen. I said the finger of God will work for you. 
when the finger of God is working for you, it means the finger of God is working against your enemies. Against whoever is standing, I mean, who is opposing God's work in your life. Hmm. And Jabez said, Oh, that thou will keep me from evil. The Lord will keep you from evil. I said, The Lord will keep you from evil. Brethren, there's evil, though. True or false? And if you think evil is only in Africa, and you don't know what you are doing, there is evil everywhere. There is evil in this land. What worst evil is there that children are at school and a student, somebody that went to that same school, goes to buy a gun and begins to shoot all other children? Is there anything more evil than that? He didn't shoot one. No. He didn't shoot two. When the count was ended, I don't, is it 20 or 40 something? And you know the worst part of it? They say when the guy was coming into the school, the policeman that was on guard, who had a gun, saw him. I was looking at him. There's evil though. They just use the blood of innocent children for sacrifice. The devil is constantly asking for blood. For us as children of God, the most precious sacrifice possible has been done. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. That blood protects you and I. That blood keeps you from evil. I pray for you one more time. The Lord will keep you from evil. Amen. The Lord will keep your children from evil. Amen. The Lord will keep your spouses from evil. Amen. The Lord will keep all that pertains to you from evil. Amen. Evil is not and will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 121. We know that passage very well. Psalm 121. The Bible says, Behold, he that keepeth Israel, verse 4, shall neither slumber nor sleep. That's your protection. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. You know, once in a while you are in a meeting. The meeting is dragging on. And they keep talking. And you are tired. What happens? You begin to doze. You begin to doze. And... Uh, you, you put some action into it. So when you doze and, and, uh, and then you started demonstrating something <laughs> as, as if a piece of paper just fell from your hand. <laughs> but do you know what? He that keepeth Israel. Not only Israel. No. He that keepeth you. Tell somebody he that keepeth me. He neither sleeps nor what? He neither sleeps nor slumber. Is there any insurance more than that? Is there any insurance greater than that? He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. He will keep you from evil in Jesus' name. Yeah. He said, the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. Yeah. Either day or night, you are preserved. Yeah. Either day or night, you are assured of his protection. Yeah. He shall preserve you from evil. Yeah. Not just evil. He said from what? All. What's the meaning of all? All means all. Evil from the sky, from the ground, from your car, whatever it is. You, you don't need to know what God is doing. I've said it here before. There are days you want to go out that your car refuses to start. You better thank God. The Bible says in everything, do what? Uh, he, uh, he's preventing you from the accident on the road. 
I was look, looking at one skit. Is that what they call it? These short dramas. One skit. Said, well, a young man who was just doing his own thing, a Christian brother, he prepared his food. And his neighbors went and put poison in the food because they wanted him to die. He didn't do anything to them. And what happened? A madman just came, just took the food and threw it away and left the empty pot. <laughs> the young man came and said, he was very hungry. He was ready to eat. He had brought, he brought the plate to start eating. Where is the food? The food was there on the floor. There was nothing he could do to eat. And he looked around. He was angry. There was nobody to be angry at because the madman had gone. The food had gone. His stomach was still crying. Automatic fasting. But he didn't know what God had done for him. Brother, many at times, God does great things for us. We don't know and we get angry. Do you know that that boy could, have, could even get angry at God? It's possible he had just come from a four days prayer and fasting. It's very possible. I said, ah, hallelujah. Good to God be the glory. I'm going to eat. It's possible that was the last meal he had in the house. But if he had eaten that meal, will he survive? Because God still has something better. Something better. God still has something greater for him. God ensured that he did not eat poison. You know when the Bible says, in everything, do what? It, there's no, don't try to say, in everything, give thanks. Give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. You will testify. Amen. I said you will testify. Amen. He said, oh, that it may not grieve me. Another interpretation of that is older that I will not suffer any pain. The living Bible says, older that will keep me from all trouble and pain. I pray for you. It will not grieve you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I speak specifically to someone here today. The pain of arthritis is gone in Jesus' name. Amen. The pain of that arthritis is gone in Jesus' name. Amen. The pain of cancer is gone in Jesus' name. The pain of ulcer is gone in Jesus' name. Whatever they call pain management, that's the word that was dropped in my mind. Whatever they call pain management is a thing of the past for you in the name of Jesus. The Bible concluded by saying God granted his request. I have a word for someone here today. You've been praying for seven days, a few more days of prayer and fasting, your request will be granted. Mm, it's not a future tense. Your request has been granted. Amen. I say your request has been granted. Amen. I say it one more time. Your request has been granted. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As we round up, I want to ask a very simple question. How is this possible? How is this possible? It's simply because the Holy Spirit is at work. Remember what I said at the beginning? God is here, true or false. Jesus is here, true or false. The Holy Spirit is here. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Whatever is formless and void in your life will be transformed today in Jesus' name. Amen. 
that situation you look at uh, 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 like Yoruba is, is sweet in Yoruba language. Do you understand? Yes. People that his or her life is making no sense, he's heading over. That is without fault and void. But today, I say today, yes, there shall be a divine transformation. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every darkness and suffering in your life, I command to receive the light of God in Jesus' name. Amen. The light of God will shine through your situation today in Jesus' name. Amen. The Holy Spirit was there at the beginning. He was there at the birth of Christ. And you know what happened? He did the impossible in the life of Mary. <laughs> so get ready. For God to do the impossible in your life. I say get ready for God to do the impossible in your situation. He did the impossible in the life of Mary. He will do the impossible for you today in Jesus name. Luke chapter 1 verses 34 and 35. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. I speak unto somebody's life here today. I said, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Amen. I said, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Amen. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Amen. The power of the highest will overshadow thee in Jesus' name. Amen. That is what brings about what is called the creative work of God. The power of the highest encircles you. Begin to do impossible things in your life. I pray for you. The creative work of God will manifest in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, I want to tell someone here today, you will remember this day for good. Amen. I say you will remember this day for good. Amen. He has done great things Hallelujah, he has done great things. Hallelujah, he has done great things. Bless his He has done great things. He has done great things. Hallelujah. He has done great He has done great things. He has done great things. Blessed holy sing it one more time. He has done great. He has done great things. He has done great. He has done great things. He has done great things. Bless.
Father, I pray for every one of your children. The word you have spoken shall come to pass in Jesus' name. None shall fall or fail in transmission in transition in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for every children in this church. Father, you will keep them. Amen. You will establish them. Amen. You will lift them up. Amen. They will not fall. Amen. They will not fail. Amen. They will continue to manifest your glory. Amen. I pray for every one of the children, teachers that are taking care of them. Your grace will multiply upon their lives. Amen. Your favor will multiply upon their lives. Every word that we have released today will manifest in their lives in the name of Jesus. Glorious testimonies. Wonderful testimonies. Will be their portion in Jesus' name. You will take that church onto a higher height in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord, for we have prayed in Jesus' name. Before I go to sit down, are you here? And you've heard this word. We have prayed for you, but you are not born again. Every prayer we have prayed, if you are not related to Jesus, it may not function in your life. Are you here? You are not born again. You want to be born again. You want to raise up your hands. We are going to pray together. You are online. You've not given your life to Jesus. You don't know who is online and who is not. And so if you are in that situation, just say, Lord Jesus, I give my life to you. Write my name in the book of life. Let me also remember this day for good. Let that which I have spoken come to pass in my life. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.